So fundamentals, I look at fish first. Okay, what fish are we going to eat this week? Typically, it's like salmon or halibut, maybe shrimp. I think of like what meats we're going to eat each day. And I think of how to utilize leftovers. So I got like two packages of chicken because I was like, oh, we're going to eat this for like two or three days. I'm not just going to make one dinner with one package of chicken and then Mm. have to make the same thing again, again, again. So I think leftovers. I buy like chicken in bulk, ground beef in bulk, fish in bulk, and I make it all at once. Doctor said you got PCOS, now go on girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna we're in the land of the sheep bah. <laughs> that's a good one you should see me right now sisters huddled over in this chair in my big green puffer with the hood on i can't even turn around and see sira because the hood is so big it's we're, cold i mean we're basically outside we're like in a little cottage um like patio right now and we're looking over the countryside of West Yorkshire. So this is like, we have, we have like a beautiful view with sheep. And it's like very melancholy right now, if I could say. Melancholy? Doesn't that mean sad? Shoot, I meant calming. Sorry. Calming. <laughs> See, my English. Second language. As ev- Third. As everyone knows by this podcast already, my English language is not top notch. <laughs> Yeah, it's really gorgeous. I almost expect the lamb to like pop up next to the window right now. Yeah, we could see some lambs on the right side if we look over. I mean, they're they're beautiful animals, but I have to say, is it sheep or lamb? Oh, I don't know. Is there a difference? We're such city people. We're I such know. city folk. This is embarrassing. We don't know anything. But <laughs> like the baby sheep or the baby lamb, whatever they are, they look so cute, right? And then the older ones, as they get older, it looks like they just have like poo stuck to their back mm, mm, you know what i mean mm, there's like there's like dried poop on there of poop. <laughs> yesterday we were hanging out with the rams yes i said the rams and i don't mean the team i mean the animal wow i didn't even know you knew, you knew there was a team <laughs> i don't know what sport they play but i know there's a team they called just the won the super bowl oh okay yes so the rams with like the horns on them and they jump all over you and they like literally ram into you but they're very friendly they're very yeah. friendly i mean they're so small they couldn't hurt you i wouldn't call them friendly Sirak. no they're pretty friendly like we go in so like the place we're staring at the airbnb we're staring at just to give some clarity the people who own this place they live on the second floor and we're on the first floor and they have basically a s- section with I don't know if they're rams or if they're like a hybrid of a sheep and a ram because <laughs> they're very, <laughs> yeah, like they're very like, like they're very small, but very puffy. They're very friendly too. I mean, I don't know if I'd call them friendly because they hit you if you don't feed them and they chase after you if you have food and they ram into you with their horns. I mean, they rammed into you one time because you were kneeling down, <laughs> which I think they probably thought, oh, she's getting into some sort of like attack position Headbutting position yeah so i think that's what that was about Almost knocked know. me over but they're one cute. time though i will say they're cute they're fluffy and cute and i really like the countryside and animals and i mean it is such a blessing to be able to record this podcast with this view and the lambs and there's a boxer dog as well oh yeah that's the best part wow 
what a little fresh air can do to you. Yeah. I feel like for us, because we've been like going from one city to town to another, this has been kind of the most calming of all the places and almost like, I don't want to say it's better than anywhere else, but right now I'm really enjoying this a lot <laughs> because we're like finally settled. We're in the countryside. It's calm and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> Nothing costs an arm and a leg. And we'll talk all about that and the food that we bought. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what we're going to do today? So today we're going to talk about basically how to strategize when you're grocery shopping for the week, um, how to do like a PCOS friendly grocery haul on a budget. And, you know, especially if you don't have access to like specific gluten free special foods, breads, dairy free cheeses and things like that, like what you can do, because that's our current situation right now. And we are maneuvering it, I would say very well, thanks to our PCOS weight loss method. I feel like from the four week plan, there are so many things that I'm pulling from it that we are like living right now here in this like cottage life. Yeah. So we're going to talk all about it. For sure. And talking about that, we're actually today, the day you're listening, May 9th, we have uh, released our four week meal and workout plan for PCOS weight loss with our exclusive bonuses, which will only last for the next five days. So if you head on over to PCOSweightloss.org slash programs, you'll see that basically we have our four week plan out with exclusive bonuses, which include an annual membership in the sisterhood and a $250 voucher for a lab kit. That is super life changing. My sister did this lab test. It's amazing. I mean, we've done it too. Yeah, we have too. Yeah. Uh, but my sister got off birth control. She did it and it really like profoundly changed everything for her. Yeah. So it's really all the resources you need to reverse PCOS, to figure out what's going on with your PCOS and finally lose weight naturally. Yeah. And if you ever thought about getting the four week meal and workout plan, this is the time to do it because for the next five days, these exclusive bonuses go beyond the four-week meal and workout plan. Because, mm -hmm. of course, four weeks is a great, great start to managing your PCOS and learning how to eat better. Not only that, you get access to the four-week meal plan forever. Like, you have forever access, so it never goes away. But with the um, course this week, basically, you get an annual pass for free in the sisterhood. So for the next year, you'll have a community, you'll have a learning path, you'll have more workouts, more recipes to access. And like Talia mentioned, you get the $250 off a lab kit, which helps you get down to the root causes of your PCOS and so much more. So this is a great time to basically get started with that. Prime time, sisters. Prime We're time. almost mid-year. It's prime time to invest in yourself. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's jump into some of our questions of the week so a little q a session let's talk about uh this first question i think everyone can relate from instagram at the ross house this sister asks i want to try this but really struggling with the motivation of switching and changing when myself hubby and little boy of two all eat the same meals and etc so i think she's talking about going gluten dairy free and how difficult it can be when you have a household who doesn't follow your regimen so i think Tanya, you may have some great tips for this you've talked about this before yeah i mean i can totally understand that that's hard i felt that same way when we moved in together me and sirak because i was cooking for us and i was like oh i feel bad like he you know i can't make so many things for him like lasagna i've always wanted to make you lasagna <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't because of the dairy and everything. So I can see how that can be challenging, but you would be surprised to find out how many recipes 
are really simple to make that are gluten and dairy free. And then you add the cheese later if your husband wanted that or if your child wanted that and you can like modify it. So it's like one meal and then at towards the end of the meal before you put it all together, you add the cheese for him or you add whatever for you. And that way you can eat the same thing almost and just like modify his. So if you look into the recipes in the sisterhood or the four week plan, you'll find that a lot of these are really delicious. And if he wants to throw on some cheese on like an egg bake, he can totally do that, you know, but then you don't have to have cheese on yours because you can cook it without the cheese and then add the cheese later. I think this is um, definitely resolvable and it just takes a moment of thinking and like critical thinking like how are you going to do this what foods does your family like to eat and how you, you can modify them yeah great great answer all right stick it on the the gluten bandwagon or bandwagon or bandwagon the theme i guess i should say uh -huh. not bandwagon question from dia violetta i got this question because um every time i, I feel like we show a breakfast recipe on uh, in the sisterhood or on uh, the instagram there's this question uh, when it comes to oats, Daya Violetta asks, are these gluten-free oats? And I guess mm. we just want to clarify that oats, like oatmeal, they actually come naturally gluten-free. What happens is uh, a lot of companies will roll oats in flour, which will then, that's where you basically get the gluten. But most, uh, majority of gross, grocery store, when you go in there and you, you look at the oatmeal section, you'll find that there are gluten-free oats, which nowadays, like, they, they stock them up as much as the gluten ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can definitely find them. In fact, we found them at Starbucks the other day. Like, oatmeal, gluten-free. Yeah. Next question. So, why does dairy cause inflammation and not meat? Question from Amari NYC. Okay, I love this question because when you are first diagnosed with PCOS, you're told to cut out so many different things. You're almost like, what can I even eat? Like they're saying meat's inflammatory. They're saying dairy's inflammatory. So here's the thing. With dairy, it has a hormone called insulin-like growth factor in it. And when you have dairy, it can cause spikes in your insulin levels and impact your insulin resistance and PCOS symptoms. So it's like it can be related to a lot of your symptoms like cystic acne, irregular periods, anything that has to do with high testosterone. But as for meat, that's also inflammatory. And, and that doesn't mean that you have to cut out meat completely. It's just to know that you would eat it moderately. And I'm talking about red meat. And this can cause inflammation in your body, which can make it harder for your insulin resistance. And that can be challenging. So I like to reduce it to like two, three times a week, but I don't cut it out completely because it doesn't have, have as much of a direct impact on my PCOS symptoms as dairy does. Do you see what I'm saying? So what about red meat makes it inflammatory? It can be the way that it's grown. There can be um, inflammatory cytokines in it. I was actually looking into this before the podcast started, and there are studies that show how um, excess red meat can cause more inflammation in the body and reduce progesterone levels. Wow. So definitely in moderation. Yeah, moderation. So you don't have to cut out your red meat, but I think moderation is definitely a good idea, especially for us. Like We've been trying to keep it to two to three. Sometimes it gets hard. Because it's such a good staple, but yeah. Yeah. Chicken's still good too. Chicken's great. Turkey's great. And fish is fabulous. But right now, I'm like really not drawn towards fish given our location. 
I'm just like, where do they get their fish from? I wasn't really into like what the fish looked like at the grocery store here. So I didn't buy it. But I will say like fish have that several times a week. It's great. It's anti-inflammatory and it's a great meat replacement. Well, let's do uh, with that last question. Let's go to our giveaway Monday section, section, portion, whatever you want to call it. So we like to give away something every episode of the podcast, and we pick a random person from the reviews on Apple Podcast. And today's winner is Angelo Mama one 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 eight. She says, after listening, I informed my gynecologist about inositol. He researched it and suggested I do try it. Wow. That's amazing. I love it. She says, you are both amazing and I can't wait to tune in. Also, how supportive your husband is is amazing. Thank you. She says, we are not just lazy. Thank you so much. That's amazing right there. Amen to that. That We are not just lazy. We are figuring out how to heal our metabolic hormones. So good for you, sister. Yeah. Angelo Mama just... Email us at hello at PCOSweightloss.org and we will send you a uh, CBD tincture from My Soul CBD. So just email us and we will get that sent over to you. And if anyone wants to participate, you know what to do. You know what to do. Uh, but on that note, too, if anyone um, is interested in trying CBD, like we love, love, love CBD as a daily regimen, especially in the evening. It really helps with sleep. And we all know like how difficult it is with PCOS. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. But we know of other people's experiences and maybe yours if you're listening about how difficult it can be to sleep. And I think like time, like how many times have you taken CBD and fallen asleep in like 10, 15 minutes? It's so good. I mean, when I take it at night and I'm already tired... It's like the perfect wind down. It's amazing how like the humming anxiety in your head can just like stop. (laughs) Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. So this can be really key when you're you're talking about cortisol regulation, but also studies show it can help with insulin resistance and it can help with lowering inflammation. All very, very um, important factors when managing PCOS. So if you're interested, we have a 15% off code or page, all you have to do is go to mysoulcbd.com slash pages slash PCOS. How do you memorize these I know these things. But if if you don't want to type all that out, just go to our Instagram, (laughs) look at our link in bio, and you'll see that there is a link just to go directly from our Instagram. There it is. Right. All right. Let's hit it. We have the wins of the week. I love this part. We're going to celebrate some sisters and their progress so far so we have first up amanda she says just saw my doctor for my yearly physical and my glucose levels went from 111 which was pre-diabetic down to 83 i'm so happy that's amazing that is amazing i wonder like if you still have to take medic like if you completely don't have to take medication because of this that's so good and actually so good for your PCOS because the root issue with a lot of PCOS symptoms is a lack of blood sugar control and you've got it going on. Yeah, and it's going from literally being pre-diabetic to I'm, I'm hoping in our case not being pre-diabetic, yeah. which is a very common thing in the PCOS community due to insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. So it's great. I was pre-diabetic. Yeah, yeah right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Scary. Yeah, very scary. All right, great job, Amanda. The next one is from Rachel in the Sisterhood. 
She says, hi, sisters. Just wanted to share a few teeny tiny wins. Well, there are no teeny tiny wins. They're all amazing wins. They're all huge. Yes. But she says, I've noticed over the last few weeks, the last five weeks, I've taken Ovacetol, been gluten and dairy free and been really conscious of my sugar intake. My skin is the best since pre-puberty. Mm. My sleep is amazing and waking up is so much easier. I feel lighter, not so much in the sense of weight, but like I've been deflated, less anxious, particularly at work. And each time I say no to gluten or dairy <laughs> or sugary food or drinks, it gets easier. I'm yet to see my period come back, but it's early days and I'm now 22 pounds down in only five weeks. Wow. That is great. I mean, five five weeks, 22 pounds. Those are really, really astounding results. Great job, Rachel. And you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. I mean, I typically see like two to three pounds of weight loss a week, but... You are doing fabulous. As long as you are feeling good with what you're doing, you'll be able to continue. I feel like, like you said, like as you continue, every time you make one choice for yourself, the next one gets easier. Yeah. I mean, it looks fabulous. like you're like re reigniting, like your metabolism reigniting, yeah. basically. Deflating, everything. like as in your water retention is going away. And I totally know what you mean by the word deflating. Like I felt really puffy at one point, like my cheeks, my face, my chest, like just everything felt swollen and it was all this water retention and you're doing all these great things for your blood sugar and inflammation. And that's letting your body release that water retention and finally making your metabolism move and the scale budge. So I'm so happy for you. Yep. Yep. And about the period too, it can take sometimes like two to three months, especially yeah. um, when you're taking Ovacetol. Um, it takes about two to three months. So just just give it some time. If you're seeing all these improvements, that, those are great signs. I'm so happy for you. So next up is Dimple. She says, hi, sisters, posting a different breakfast of the day since I ran out of chia seeds and the eggs at home broke. So here is a gluten-free bread, a teaspoon of avocado and Violife dairy-free cheese, also some papaya with pumpkin and pumpkin seeds and melon seeds. Don't know if melon seeds are great. I'm not sure. Kind of confused if I have protein in this meal. On the side is spearmint tea with Ovastol. Have a great day, sisters. All right, so let's break this down. Let's pumpkin down. seeds, great. Zinc, magnesium. I mean, I like to add it to everything. I even bought some at the grocery store the other day as a snack. Melon seeds. I'm not sure, but I imagine it's, you know, nutritious. It's a seed. And as for protein, you are getting some protein from the pumpkin seeds, but it isn't as high in protein as if you were having eggs, but your eggs broke. So, <laughs> so here we are. You have a high fat breakfast and I think it's fabulous. As long as you feel satisfied and full, you're good to go. Yeah. I mean... Like, I think, Dimple, you did the best you could with your exactly. your circumstance. I mean, the chia seeds ran out, the eggs got broke. You know, like, what can you do? So Yeah, these things are going to happen. Yeah, I feel like based on what you did, you did a really, really great job of, like, overcoming your limited situation. And it really helped with basically finding the best alternative. And I, I just looked up melon seeds. Mm -hmm. And it looks like the, like the nutrition facts, it's pretty good. It has almost 28 grams of protein per 100 grams. I mean, 100 grams is a lot, of course, but yeah, um, it has a great portion of uh, healthy fats. It has uh, 48 grams of fats mm -hmm. per 100 grams. Carbs are on the lower end at 11 grams. And 
as good calcium, iron, and zinc. So, I mean, just based on this quick look here, I would say it, it looks like it's a great yeah. um, addition to breakfast. I like a good high-fat breakfast. Fat takes a long time to digest, so it'll keep you satisfied until lunch, most likely. So, if you can't have a high-protein breakfast, a high-fat breakfast is great, too. Yeah. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Are you trying to conceive? When you're in the process of baby making, you don't want to take a prenatal that's designed for a woman who's pregnant. They get expensive and have ingredients you don't need quite yet. Theranatal Core is a prenatal focused on women who are trying to conceive. It contains the active form of folic acid, folate, as well as 2000 IU of vitamin D. Also, it doesn't have any expensive ingredients that you don't need until you're pregnant. Theralogix's prenatal, Theranatal Core, is especially for women with PCOS who are in the process of baby making. Check the link in the description for our 15% off code. Okay, so... We are going to jump into the main, main portion of today's episode, which is how to do a grocery haul for PCOS. Talin, you're the master here. So why don't you just, should we just kick it off with some like main pointers or like wh- where do you want to start? Well, let's start by talking about what we've been going through here in England in terms of like grocery shopping. Sure. So we just left London just the other day. And we drove four hours to get to West Yorkshire. Is that where we Yeah, went? West Yorkshire. <laughs> so before we left London, we actually went to this mall called Selfridges. And they have a grocery store in like the second floor. And they have a bunch of like gluten and dairy free snacks. And it, it just so happened that we stumbled upon this. So we got some gluten free crackers and we got some peanut butter and we got some decaf tea. Yeah, it was a cool stuff, but I wouldn't say it's something you can like live off of, like yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Definitely not. It was just like things you might find at Whole Foods. So that was just luck. And then on our drive to uh, West Yorkshire, you know, we brought like a little snack with us. It was a four hour drive. And we came back. We had a three hour meeting for the app. Oh, yeah. And then like three hours. Rack, dragged us to the grocery store it was like 9 p.m and i looked on google uh, (laughs) and it said okay aldi closes at 10 p.m so i'm like okay perfect let's go let's go down back to the because we're we're up in the mountains i'm like let's go back down to the city or village and let's just get some groceries for the whole week let's not eat out the whole week when i looked at him i was on fire okay i'm tired it's 9 p.m Mm-hmm. I'm at the end of my wits. I don't know if you sisters saw the stories where I was like, I'm taking CBD and I'm going to bed. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, he dragged me to the grocery store. And you he, know it was the right thing to do. <laughs> it really it was. Really, like we didn't want to go out to eat anymore. It we're was, kind of yeah. like sick of it because London, we had to go eat out every day because we're in a, a hotel apartment. So cook, there's no yeah. food. So there's we no just, excuse here. Yeah. So I, I did. I, I made it to the right thing. You did. You did. You did. You did. So we got to the grocery store and this was not like foo-foo grocery shopping like I used to do at Whole Foods. Oh my <laughs> I'm going to lie. And that's okay. Like all you really, and I told him, I was like, all you really need is produce and meat and you can figure it out like I, along I think, the yeah. way. And I think what you mean by that is that the, it wasn't a huge grocery store. Yeah, it, like, it was like huge. Yeah. There weren't a lot of vegetables. It didn't look very robust it was really hard to find like dairy-free milk or I couldn't find chicken broth. Like there were things that like weren't there yeah. that I would expect from a grocery store. Yeah. But yeah, sorry. I was going to say, I feel like usually like all these are like pretty good in size, but I feel like this one was half the size cause it's in like a village in, yeah. in like a really like a small town in West Yorkshire. So it's called yeah. Aldi's, right? Is that yeah. what you said? Aldi? I wasn't paying attention cause I was so annoyed that we were grocery shopping. All right, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> So I fastened my seatbelt and I was like, Talene, stop moaning and let's do this. <laughs> so I started um, in the produce aisle. So now I'm going to talk about a grocery haul here. So I started in the produce aisle. I got the vegetables that I thought that would be good for a soup, a chicken soup, because I figured that that could last a few days if I made a big pot of soup. And then um, I got a bunch of vegetables for like each night that we could eat so that there's always a fiber. There's always a side to our um, meal. And then Syriac found some rice, which was great. And I noticed that they had a lot of frozen vegetables of things that like I couldn't find fresh. So that's fine too. They like freeze the fresh vegetable and make it easy for you to just like throw into any soup or any meal. So that was good. And then I found the meat. And so that was the protein. I got chicken. I got ground beef. And I figured I would make a chicken soup. I could make like a spaghetti squash with ground beef in it. So I was coming up with like ideas of things I could make with this, these like fresh products, despite that I couldn't find like seasonings that I'm used to or like marinades that I would have used, you know, if I was at home that I'm used to. I just had to like look past all of that and go to like the core of gluten and dairy free healthy eating for PCOS. What is it? It's fresh vegetables, healthy organic meat and, you know, anything gluten and dairy free that I could find in this grocery store. So it wasn't as challenging as I thought it would be. And I think that my like attitude going into it was making it harder. <laughs> and then once I got there, I realized I have to do this. It's not so bad. Let me just stick to the basics, the core principles of like what I talk about, which is the produce, the protein, a few pantry items, and that's pretty much it. And it shouldn't be so bad. So here we are cooking from home. I'd say it's good, Sirak. What do you think? I think you did a great job during the shopping. I, like, I think in the beginning, you were a little bit like, I don't want to do this. And then you really got in, into the groove and you were like, I see you calculating in your head. Okay, let me get this. I even told you, I was like, I'm really turned on right now. Because <laughs> I, I hadn't seen you like do uh, grocery shopping in a long time. Not that, not that you have to. I'm just saying like, usually that was our normal routine back in the day when we lived um, in America. We would just like both of us would go grocery shopping like once a week to get all the stuff. So it was like it was like good to see that side again because I was like, oh my god, we're gonna have some good healthy food this like this uh, this week finally. 
but yeah it was i think it went really smoothly and like now we even have like maybe like a surplus of like yeah three or four days of food because we just like got really good good like fundamentals staples of like what to eat every day and yeah. so far like we've been eating eating this for three days and it's been super delicious yeah i was i remember bossing you around in the grocery store find I, me chicken broth get like, me the carrots <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I don't know where to look. It was like, I don't know, like, is it me or is it us? But, like, English grocery stores are so different than American grocery stores. For example, eggs aren't in the fridge. <laughs> We've learned that in Europe, they don't put eggs in the fridge. They leave it out, which is totally fine. I guess it makes sense. Like, why would you put them in the fridge? Like, It's been fine. We've been eating them. That's what everyone does. So yeah. that's one thing. And then it was very different, but we, we really made it work. And I just a shout out to Aldi because I think they... It was a really nice grocery store, in my opinion. Like, we really found everything we yeah. needed. and We found everything we needed. Yeah. I mean, it's a grocery store. If you just have vegetables and meat, we're good to go, quite frankly. Like, yeah. you know, you just have to get a little bit creative with it. But it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I think it was great. So, for someone who has never grocery shopped for PCOS before, let's do, like, a more of a detailed approach for them. Mm -hmm. So, if they've never done it, they can kind of, like, write these down. So, everyone get your notepads out get a uh, pen out or just like <laughs> use your phone the notes app i feel like that's a new norm now but uh well first time like what's your what are you looking for i think like we always talk about the pcos weight loss plate method right yeah like what, what is that exactly again so half your plate is veggies and the fourth of your plate is protein and a fourth is a carb by the way i knew that i just want to say <laughs> it for everyone i don't want everyone to think that i don't know that but anyways <laughs> so let's talk about some categories okay look let's start off with the easy stuff meat so basically proteins what proteins are like some of your your, your fundamentals so fundamentals, I look at fish first. Okay, what fish are we going to eat this week? Typically, it's like salmon or halibut, um, maybe shrimp. Tuna. Tuna is great too, canned tuna. I love making like a tuna salad, which is one of the things that I did make here in our cottage. Very easy. They had canned tuna. And so, yeah, I, w I think of like what meats we're going to eat each day. And I think of how to utilize leftovers. So I got like two packages of chicken because I was like, oh, we're going to eat this for like two or three days. I'm not just going to make one dinner with one package of chicken and then mm -hmm. have to make the same thing again, again, again. So I think leftovers. Yeah, I buy like chicken in bulk, ground beef in bulk, fish in bulk, and I make it all at once. Did you say ground beef? Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know if I heard. Okay, yeah. ground beef. Cool. Or turkey. Turkey, yes. Great, great, great. I guess one more thing to add there is also eggs. Like eggs are really, really good for like, like a breakfast, breakfast staple. You know, like mm -hmm. if you're looking for a high protein breakfast, eggs are always one of the best options. You know, you can eat like two or three and then uh, pair that with some, some carbs, some, some other healthy fats like avocado and boom. Yeah, like an am amazing um, high protein breakfast. Yeah. You can even dip like chicken tenders in egg yolk and then dip it into gluten-free breadcrumbs, make some chicken tenders. All right, then. So we, we, we got our protein down. That's our proteins right there. Now, what about some produce, like the fiber, uh, the veggies that we talk about? So I always think, like, I need to get enough vegetables for every single day. So I'll buy Brussels sprouts for Monday, broccoli for Tuesday. And that's what I was thinking of when I was at the grocery store. I was like, this is how much we'd eat in one day. This is how much we'd eat another times seven days in the week. And that's how much I would get. So produce, I would think of like what I'm going to eat each and every day and then buy that many. I know it can get overwhelming because you're like looking at this big aisle and you don't know what you're going to want to eat. 
but just get it. Just I got Brussels sprouts. I got broccoli. Just get it. You'll think about it later. Okay, so that's produce right there. You also get sometimes like the frozen stir-fried veggies, right? What are they called? Yeah, I guess they're called that. And it just makes life so much easier because then you don't have to like chop anything or wash anything. You just, boom, put it in a pot, heat it up and it's steamed. Good to go. Cool, 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 cool. Now, what about canned goods? What kind of canned goods do you look for? I know we mentioned uh, canned tuna, but is there anything else that you get canned, for example, like beans or things like that? So this isn't my house or else I would like stock a pantry of canned items. That's why I didn't get like canned beans or anything like that. But at home, I would always have like a variety of canned beans so that I could make something with it with the vegetables that I have. You know, if you have um, cucumber, you can make a cucumber garbanzo bean salad. You know, if you have tomatoes, you can make salsa with black beans. It's always good to have a variety and it's gluten free and it's it's a carb. And it just like makes your life easier when you have that stocked in your um, pantry. Okay, great, 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 great. So we talked about proteins. We talked about veggies. We even talked about some canned goods right now. Let's talk about the carbs portion. So uh, let's break down some carbs, babe. Like, for example, what are your favorite carbs to, to usually buy? And including some grains as well. Yeah, so we we bought rice for this trip. But if I was at home, I would have a variety of gluten-free grains, including amaranth, millet, if that's how you call it. Millet. Millet, millet, whatever. Quinoa, rice. Wild rice is good too. I love wild rice. Oh, yeah. Buckwheat is also delicious. And I would just like have these in jars in my pantry and... That would be the carb of the meal, a fourth of my plate. So I would think like, let's say I'm making black bean tomato salsa as my carb. I could also add some quinoa in it or something like that. And then salad on the side, chicken, boom, you have a bowl. Potatoes are great. Sweet potatoes, spaghetti squash, any type of squash. Mm-hmm. It's always great too. I, I'll never forget like the squash you make where you cut it in half and then you put the ground beef in the middle. Ooh-wee. I'm sorry. I can't do that because they don't have air. No, no, no. I know. I'm just, I'm just talking about in general. <laughs> One thing I did, which okay. is like, I don't know if this is, if this is like, if this actually works. Sisters, let me know. But you know how you're supposed to wash rice? So I got the rice and there there wasn't like a, what is that thing called where you put the rice in to wash it with colander? Water? Colander. So there wasn't a colander. So instead, I just, um, I put the rice in basically paper, a paper towel. And then I held the paper towel <laughs> open and put the water through. Did that work? So that the rice would get washed while the water would go underneath the paper towel. If you know what I mean. Like basically balding the rice with paper towel and then putting water through the middle. It kind of worked until like the paper started to tear away. And then, and then <laughs> some of it like fell into the sink. Oh God, see that. And then, I don't know, it kind of worked. It, I feel like it did some of its job, but I don't know. I think I you should have used like an actual towel. Hmm. But then, yeah, like a huge wet towel. But like a kitchen towel, not like a bath towel with like... I know, but it's still a wet towel at the end of Anyways, the day. Anyways, I like your creativity. You tried. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so let's get into some other fun stuff. So what are your favorite spices like to add to your foods? So, um, of course, you can get like a spice cabinet for your kitchen if you're like stocking your pantry and everything i love to use paprika though like that i get in large quantities and um paprika smoked paprika smoked sweet paprika in everything tastes so good seriously sisters you're missing out if you're not putting in your ground beef or your chicken (laughs) (laughs) 
But aside from spices, I like to use herbs. Sirak used to grow herbs and that made it easier because I feel like it gets expensive and then you don't use them. And so if you just have an herb garden, you can like snip it and use it. Yeah, and, and an herb garden is really cheap to start and maintain. Yeah. Like usually herbs are really like cheap to, uh, to buy from, you know, like a, what are they called? A green store? I don't know. Um, nursery. Nursery. So here I bought some rosemary. And I've been using nice. that, but it's not as good as fresh. It's like brown. But anyways, I highly suggest fresh herbs. <laughs> nice. And a couple, couple more categories left. So what about snacks for stuff in between meals and things like that? What are some things you look you look at? So for snacks, like I'll typically buy some gluten-free crackers or something like that. Or if you don't have access to specialty foods like that, just a piece of fruit and nuts will cut it. I feel like Keeping it simple is always great. That's what we have with us right now. I got some small green apples and I just have one of those a day with a, with a handful of nuts and I'm good to go. Yeah. I want to elaborate on snacks more because Please. snacks are what make your grocery haul expensive. Snacks are like if you start buying the special chips and the special crackers and the special cheeses and all of these fun things. Like I know it's exciting and I'm here for it. But it does make the bill go up and up and up because they're all processed, you know, and even though they taste good and maybe they're good for you, too, they're not necessary. Like if you're eating enough for breakfast, lunch and dinner, then an apple and some nuts should probably be just about enough for you as a snack in between lunch and dinner at like three o'clock. That's not to say you can't have any more than that. I'm just saying like you don't actually need all those special things. Great, great. And lastly, do you have any like recommendations for like baking goods? Like, for example, if someone wants to make a dessert or someone wants to make some sort of uh, any any kind of dessert that's maybe in the oven or just like like a pudding. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. What, what do you what do you recommend with baking? OK, if you like baking, then you can start testing out with different gluten free flours and test the textures, mix them together. Which flowers do you like? Like almond flour, coconut flour. You can mix them and see how you can get like a muffin to be just the right moisture for your palate if you like baking. But if you're not like into that kind of stuff, just get like a all-purpose gluten-free flour, have it around in case you want to make pancakes or something for breakfast one morning and you should be fine. Nice. Okay. So yeah. I think that's recovered everything or all different aspects yeah and everything that i've mentioned here is something that i like really live by honestly the way that i grocery shop and think about how i'm going to feed us <laughs> throughout the week because <laughs> i feel like responsible for this but i really like strategize in this way like what are the proteins what are the vegetables and what are like the other things like the spices or the herbs that i need to make this meal go to the next level and in the four-week meal plan that we have out this week with the exclusive bonuses we mentioned earlier um, this is how I break down the grocery list for each week and I have like sections for the produce sections for the pantry items and sections for the proteins and anything else so that you know you know how to think when you're grocery shopping and you're not just looking at this big confusing list of things and you don't know like if you need it or if you don't need it so for example i'm looking at one week right now and i'm looking at like hazelnuts as one of the pantry items and if you were thinking like okay i don't eat hazelnuts or i prefer almonds or something you can just control find hazelnuts and see which recipe it's in and just be like 
No, I'm going to swap that out for almonds actually, and just swap it out. So it's organized in a really easy to understand way so that when you are done with the four week meal plan, the goal is for you to be able to think this way when you're grocery shopping or recreate some of these meals in ways that you like, um, modify them, you know, make them again, change the protein, uh, instead of ground Turkey, use ground meat or something, whatever you prefer and like make these recipes your own and like a staple in your diet. And you'll be so surprised what four weeks can do to you. Like after four weeks of eating this way and like following this plan, you'll learn so much and you'll train your mind into thinking this way when you're grocery shopping and like feeding yourself and, or your family. And like after the four weeks, you you can retake the course. You can do the whole plan all over again. But if you don't want to, you will have learned everything you need to know to just be able to do it anywhere, even in West Yorkshire while we're here right now, you know? Absolutely. And so, so yeah, you get that grocery list and all the recipes have a video that basically show you how to make each meal for the for four weeks. So every day you can watch how to make it and learn along with Tallinn on how to make every meal perfect. And they're all in 4K. I mean, I, I know that doesn't matter, but like as a producer, I like to re- brag about the mm-hmm. the, 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 four, the 4K-ness. <laughs> Not to mention, like, it is a meal plan and it also comes with a workout plan in conjunction. So as you're Mm -hmm. doing your meals, you also have a workout plan to do and it just all goes together perfectly. So as we said earlier, this is the week to really take advantage of it with the exclusive bonuses. And we just can't wait for, for you to get started. I feel like it's a really different plan than any other like digital plan you would find because the videos take it to the next level. Like we're talking about techniques. I'm talking about like in the meal ones, I'm talking about what you should be thinking when you're picking out these ingredients or why I chose certain ingredients for certain meals for PCOS weight loss. Like everything is designed with PCOS weight loss, insulin resistance, inflammation in mind. So I talk about why in the videos. And I think that's important because when you're done with the four-week plan, you'll know these things and you'll go grocery shopping and you'll think these things while you're shopping. And now you have the lifestyle, like the keys to the lifestyle for PCOS weight loss in your hands. And you can just do it all the time and you don't even have to like think too hard because you know everything because I said it all in the videos. Yeah, that's a really good point too because you'll watch and you'll learn those special ingredients and in the future when you're making anything else, you'll be like, oh, I remember Tallinn saying how pumpkin seeds are really great for lowering um, uh, testosterone. Maybe I'll just add pumpkin seeds to my breakfast here. And like, like just like that, yeah. you learn from all those videos what can be a beneficial additions mm-hmm. to your foods in the future. And you start gravitating to those things naturally and you barely have to think about it. Yep. Very true. Same with the workouts. Sirak does a great job explaining them. Mm -hmm. I will give you props right now. I feel like I talked about food a lot. And if we're going to jump into the course, I might as well say these workouts are so fun. (laughs) It's me and Sirak and then my sister and a friend, Liana. She also joins us. We do like group workouts. Sirak talks about all the steps, how to count, how to breathe, all the details. Yeah, they're all full-length workouts too. So you can just basically press play 
from the second it starts, you just sit back. Not, or not sit back, but you just basically <laughs> you got you put your yoga mat there. You grab your weights or or a cable or just body weight, and you basically just follow along for the next thirty minutes. You don't have to press pause because all the rest times are included. So you're basically just pressing play and you're following along and the whole four-week plan is like that for the workout. So we made it really, really easy for, for anyone to basically follow along because we know how challenging it can be when like you're pressing pause to like catch up with the video or you're like you have to skip forward because there isn't the rest time included. So we've really made it so you just press play and you follow along the whole time. Yeah, I also feel like sometimes it's really hard to follow a PCOS-friendly lifestyle and this gives you like I said earlier like the keys like the guidance to live this way even after the four weeks are done yeah I'm really excited about this I love the testimonials that come like four weeks after this launch I know it's gonna <laughs> be great it's gonna be great all right everyone well thank you so much for listening to us this episode thank you for listening to us ram about the rams the ram sheep. about the yeah, rams I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> but yeah we're having a great time here it's really really peaceful and um, I think next time you hear us, maybe we'll be in the countryside still, or maybe we'll be in Scotland. We don't even know yet. But next time, you'll just find out. We'll figure it out. We're going to book the Airbnb tonight. Yes. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care, everyone. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.